is Bloomberg Surveillance. In order to engage in the acquisition of a company, you have to have a view on the future. M&A is a conviction market. It is the last stop in long-term planning. We will continue to see those wage gains pick up, and I continue to believe that unemployment rate is going to fall a lot faster than others believe. Overall, U.S. financial conditions uh, determine pretty much the dynamics of what happens in emerging economies. Bloomberg Surveillance, your link to the world of economics, finance, and investment on Bloomberg Radio. Good morning, everyone. Michael McKee and Tom Keen. Bloomberg Surveillance. Markets on the move today. We'll give you extra data checks. In this hour, futures negative nine. There's an erosion to equity futures, but they barely describe a record low 10-year yield in the United Kingdom. Many other indicators showing uh, not so much distress, I don't want to editorialize, but certainly movement and stresses within equities, bonds, currencies, commodities. Yen 106.63 does better in the last two hours. We're going to look at American politics here in a moment as well. Let me get right to our foreign exchange brief. We could do an hour on that this morning. Always brought to you by Interactive Brokers, Forex Traders Focus. On tightness of spreads, if cost matters, visit ibkr.com slash Forex to learn about their Forex ECN. It includes 14 of the largest interbank dealers. Yen stronger, not to a 105, 106.62 right now. Euro weaker, 113.24. Euro yen, 120.73. Euro Danish krona with significant Danish strength. That's a remarkable chart back 20 years. And I'd also mention, Mike, New Zealand dollar doing well. Why did New Zealand dollar go stronger, Mike? Because the uh, Reserve Bank of New Zealand did nothing today. They kept uh, interest rates unchanged, and it's an interest rate differential play. We will now have a sane conversation on this presidential candidate uh, campaign with one H. Barber. He has been steeped in Republican politics since time began, I don't think he needs any introduction, even to our international office. Governor Barber, wonderful to speak to you. You went out with Richard Nixon in 1968. You were a mere lad at the University of Mississippi. This is a little different this time. What would be Richard Nixon's counsel to Donald Trump? Uh, well, I think that President Nixon would. Tell Donald Trump when something bad happens to Hillary Clinton, quit stepping on the story. Uh, that uh, that when uh, the Inspector General's report came out, uh, Trump made a lot of news and and kind of helped knock it off the front page. And when uh, when something something's bad for your opponent, you don't want to get in the way of the public finding out about it. Uh, right. I think that would be the thing that would be on his mind. Uh, Today, uh, I did work for Nixon 48 years ago. I dropped out of college and, and ran 30 counties in Mississippi. The first time I ever saw a poll, 6, 6 percent yeah. of Mississippians identified as Republicans. He had to be an optimist to be a Republican in Mississippi back then, so I yeah. try to be an optimist today, too. Barber, Barber B. Conable sat President Nixon down and said it was over many decades ago. Somebody's got to sit Mr. Trump down of your ilk and tell him you got to be a change agent right now if you're going to move this thing forward. Who's going to tell Mr. Trump what to do in your establishment? Well, of course, that's not up to me to the degree uh, Donald Trump wants my advice. Of course, I'm going to give it to him. This is uh, 
uh, large series of choices, and the choice between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, I'm going to pick Donald Trump every time. Uh, and But I am not an insider in that campaign, and so I can't tell you, I can't answer your question because I don't have the information. Well, Haley, you're not but you are right. You're, you're clearly right. Uh, the advice I would give him is make this election about policy, make it about Obama's record, his bad policies and failed results, which Hillary Clinton has been telling people daily for months and months and months that she's going to be a third term for Obama. Well, two-thirds of the people in America think our country's going in the wrong direction. They don't want a third term for Obama. And we need to make this election about his bad record and policies, her total agreement and support of that, and what Donald Trump would do differently so that we come out of this very weak recovery, so that we put Americans back to work, so we see middle class and working class people's wages and incomes go up instead of down. Uh, those are the things that are on the minds of the American people as well as security, national security, particularly because of terrorism, but also the, the huge increase of crime in our country, particularly violent crime. Haley, you and I have known each other a long time. This Mike. I, I uh, want to put you on the spot because you know I, I, I love you. Um, <laughs> but you got another. The good news can't hurt my feelings. No, exactly. Another uh, Southern uh, gentleman, uh, Lindsey Graham, said at some point, love of country has to trump uh, dislike of Hillary Clinton. Given the policies uh, and the pronouncements of Mr. Trump, can you live with that? Uh, it, it, yes. The answer is, if the choice is Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump, for me, Donald Trump's the right choice. I don't want a third term for Obama. I don't want to have a continu con continually weak economy, which we have had. Uh, and, and there's nothing about it that's getting better. Uh, I saw George Soros, a very, very liberal Democrat, very, very faithful Democrat, uh, made a lot of moves in the stock market recently that indicate that he thinks the economy is going to get worse. Now, when the hard left admits that the economy is going to get worse, I think the average American has already been seeing that while the stock market has been going up on Main Street and the heartland for working class, middle class, small business people, they can't tell the difference between the recession and the recovery because there is no recovery in a lot of America. Can the Republican Party, uh, as uh, as defined by Donald Trump as uh, anti-Hispanic, uh, anti-Muslim, uh, can it survive? You had Tom Friedman in the New York Times suggesting that the Republican Party needs to reinvent itself uh, going forward. Well, when I look at the Hispanic, Latina, Republican governor of New Mexico or the Hispanic, Latino, Republican governor of Nevada, you know, I am reminded of how many uh, Republicans – and how many Hispanics are Republicans and how many Republicans are Hispanic? Uh, George Bush got 44% of the vote. I worked in, of the Hispanic vote. Uh, when I worked in the Reagan White House, President Reagan was very popular, uh, among Hispanics. And there are many, when my, my state does not have a large Hispanic population, but Hispanic voters in Mississippi overwhelmingly voted for me twice. Uh, 
so I, I don't accept that because Mitt Romney uh, let himself be portrayed as anti-immigrant, uh, that that's the position of our party. It's not. Uh, Donald Trump's positions on that, I think, are very out of sync with mm-hmm. most Republicans. And, uh, and, and I do think that's right. a, a serious political problem for him. The Mississippi 2nd Congressional District on that western spine of Mississippi is roughly 35% white, 64% black, with a, as you state, with a little bit of a Hispanic vote. At the margin, how does Mr. Trump reconnect with the 2nd Congressional District of Mississippi? Well, I happen to live in the second congressional. That's district. why I brought it up, sir. Right, and uh, uh, it is. We have a uh, African American congressman, and have had since 1986. Uh, not the same one, but but, but uh, continuously. Including Mr. Uh, Espy. But but there are a lot of Republicans in that district, and as a, as governor for re-election, I got 25 percent of the black vote in Mississippi. And probably got a little bit higher percentage than that in that district because it does include my home county. Uh, but Thad Cochran, uh, in most of his elections for senator, received a fourth to a third of the black vote. How does Mr. Trump? Uh, you got to The way you do it is you got to try. Okay, okay. Where's the try, Governor Barber? Where is the try of Mr. Trump to reconnect at the margin with Haley Barber's Republicans? Well, again, I think the thing that would help him the most is to start talking about policy, start talking about the difference between what Obama has done, which has been a failure, and what he would do. I thought when he made his energy speech in North Dakota uh, that the, the, the content was very good, uh, very Republican, uh, yet it got overwhelmed because of some other comments he made the same day that uh, I think in the Wall Street Journal, which you would think would be interested in economic policy, it's fair to say, uh, the, yeah. the, the the energy speech was at the very tail end of about a 40-paragraph story. Yeah. It, just, it was, he stepped on right. his own story, is my point. Yeah. But Governor, but more Governor, about policy is, is what I think that he needs right. to do. Governor Barber, he we're, would do differently. We're out of time with a governor from Mississippi, Haley Barber. We hope to get him on as we move to the conventions. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Time to check in now with uh, John Tucker. Get the latest world and national headlines. You want more politics? Uh, Bernie Sanders heads to the White House this morning for a chat with President Obama. Uh, aides the president say won't be issuing any demands. Uh, Sanders has refused to exit the race, of course. A traditional Muslim funeral will be held today in Louisville, Kentucky, for boxing great Muhammad Ali, who died last Friday at the age of 74. The trial of a police officer faced the most serious charges in the Freddie Gray case, set to begin today in Baltimore City Circuit Court. And a week into June, two tropical storms have drenched the U.S. Maybe a good time to stock up on duct tape and plywood. Uh, the data take the wind out of that idea from 1950 to 2012. The number of hurricanes virtually the same, whether the storm activity started in June or not. I can tell you, it felt like a hurricane yesterday around here when that yeah, wind blew through. It's still cold. The, the temperature gradient, a wise one, was something, wasn't it? Yes. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. Tom. 
A modest deterioration in futures, John Tucker. Futures at negative 10. It's Bloomberg Surveillance. Market Drivers, brought to you by your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State Dealer. The star you've been wishing for is waiting at the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event. Head to your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State Dealer for more details. Hurry before this star flies by. 